Episode number 750, Competing in the New World of Work. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you doing today, and where are you? I am doing fantastic, and I'm I'm home in Austin uh, this week, and uh, today I happen to be with a mutual friend of my guests, uh, Sam Horn. Sam is a wonderful lady. She wrote the book Pop, and Someday is Not a Day of the Week, and we do Writing Wednesdays, which honestly are more like talking Wednesdays to be <laughs> to be truthful, because we talk about writing a lot. And so uh, she's a good friend of, of, of both myself and of Ken. Uh, my guest today is Ken Gohar. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of GeoLab, an innovation research and leadership training firm in Los Angeles. He's the co-author of the best-selling Harvard Business Review book, Competing in the New World of Work. Uh, with his co-author, also a friend of mine, Keith Ferrazzi. I've been to a couple of Keith's uh, parties that he talks about in Never Eat Alone. And and just for everybody in BNI, uh, BNI is mentioned on pages 131 and 132 of their new book, Competing in the New World of Work. I highly recommend the book. Uh, please go out and get it. Uh, Ken is a former executive director for the X Prize Foundation and has coached CEOs and leadership teams of Fortune 500 companies for many years. Uh, Ken, I, I think I've told you this, but you at a TLC, most of my BNI members, I've talked about TLC, they're probably familiar with it, the Transformational Leadership Council. At a TLC event, you did uh, a presentation called Your Moonshot and you know what's your big idea that you want to get to. And in January of 2020, Ken, I, and I think I've told you this, in January of 2020, I said, I think BNI needs to really be thinking about moving online as much as possible because that is the wave of the future in January of 2020. Well, after that TLC meeting, guess what happened? BNI moved 10,000 groups, not because of technology, which I thought it was going to be, but because of COVID, we moved 10,000 groups to uh, online. So your your moonshot concept uh, became a reality for me. I'd love to hear this. And uh, I'm so grateful that I had a little bit of uh, insight to share with you that allowed you to move mountains and go online. And now uh, you're able to connect with your network so much more broadly using digital tools. And I'm so grateful for that. Yes. Well, it's, it's great having you here on BNI uh, Podcast. Welcome to uh, the podcast. Uh, you have three points that you wanted to talk about. One was to create an emotional connectivity with colleagues when you're working in a hybrid environment, which is exactly what BNI is doing. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So um, we know that the future of work is going to be hybrid. And whether some of us go back to the office or some of us work virtually, we still have to manage how to lead uh, teams in a virtual and hybrid environment. And it's really hard to do that when you are constantly on Zoom and maybe sometimes you haven't even worked with people face-to-face -face yet, but you've been working with them remotely. And so um, I recommend doing two things um, to create emotional connectivity with your 
colleagues in a hybrid setting. Whenever you have a, a virtual meeting, let's say it's 60 minutes, devote only the first 10 or 15 minutes to a larger session, and then immediately go into a breakout. Um, spend the majority of your time in breakout sessions. Um, and these breakouts are going to be groups of three or four people maximum. And the whole idea is that you create a smaller group where people have psychological safety to share their opinions and stop self-censoring themselves in conversations that they might ordinarily have in larger meetings. And so the first step is to go immediately to, to small breakouts of three or four people, and then ask them to ask each other this very simple question. What is sweet and sour in your life? And what sweet means is something that's going really well in your life, whether personally or professionally. And something that's sour is something that isn't going as you had hoped. And the whole point of this really basic question is to allow people to get to know each other in these smaller um, virtual breakout rooms of three or four people so that they understand the context of what's going on in their lives. And if you, even if you don't get to talk to them at the, at, the, at, the, at the water cooler, you can better understand what's going on in their day-to-day -day on an everyday basis. That's a great suggestion. Now, for those of you listening to this, let me put this in a BNI context. This would be a great thing to do uh, before a BNI meeting starts in the open networking with breakouts. Ask this question. It's also great for one to ones. And guess what? The next two week sessions that we're going to be doing on BNI podcast are all about one to ones. So apply some of these concepts that Kian's talking about here to the one to ones that you're doing. Uh, Ken, so how do you maximize team collaboration? And, and oh, you know what? There's one other thing. When you're doing meetings with your power teams, do what Ken's suggesting here. That's a great concept. So Ken, how do you maximize team collaboration and innovation in a post-pandemic world? Yeah, so I think uh, the pandemic made us reassess all of our assumptions about how we live and socialize and work, but um, it didn't uh, reassess our assumptions of how we collaborate. And there's this myth um, that we collaborate by first calling a meeting and get everybody, get everybody into a meeting room and decide how to innovate and collaborate. That's a myth. So I want to tell your BNI listeners, if you want to maximize collaboration, don't start with a meeting first. Instead, actually create a asynchronous meeting. And what that means is um, you create a, a document on the cloud, whether it's on Google Docs or SharePoint or wherever uh, service you use. And on this document, I want you as the team leader or the problem owner to write down what the, what the problem is, um, what potential solutions to it can be, and who should be involved in this, con in this conversation to bring more ideas to the table. And then I want you to share this uh, cloud document to your team and give them a week to ideate individually on this document and add all their thoughts to it. And then you as the team owner can see the whole universe of what the various problem sets are that you're trying to solve for, circle that and say, okay, let's call a meeting around this particular problem that I hadn't thought of. And so to maximize innovation and collaboration, start first with an asynchronous meeting, identify all the various uh, problem sets, then team out to your individual team, and then e even beyond your team to potential partners and vendors to get more ideas into how do you get the best ideas into this particular concept, and then once you know what they are, then call a meeting, whether that's virtual or hybrid or in-person. So the, the, the most powerful teams of the pandemic era started with an asynchronous collaboration um, mindset first. And just because we're going back into this new world of work that's partially hybrid, partially in-person, don't go back to the old ways of how you did work. Um, use these tools of asynchronous collaboration to get the best ideas first. So let me put this in BNI context again for those of you listening. Um, if you're on the leadership team or you're on a membership committee, 
what Kian just suggested is perfect for uh, collaborating on issues relating to your chapter. In a power team, these are things that are perfect. And of course, what the book is primarily focused on is is working within your company. Uh, and so these suggestions certainly apply within your business context, but you can also apply these contexts within a BNI context through your leadership teams, your membership committees, and your power teams. Okay, great suggestions, Ken. So how do you make sure your team is uh, fully resilient to adapting to the future? And here, remember everyone, this book was written with the sense of your business, you as an entrepreneur. Uh, and and we'll try and make some of this fit within BNI, but a lot of this that Ken's talking about is with you as an entrepreneur. Ken? Yeah, so we interviewed over 2,000 um, entrepreneurs and executives over the last two years to crowdsource all the best practices of all the teams from around the world who really succeeded. And that's what the research from this is coming that we did with Harvard Business School on this book. And in terms of maximizing your team resilience, obviously, we all come to work with different energy levels. Um, some days you have a lot more energy levels because maybe you have different financial or personal resources and others have uh, more social support. And so we come to work every single day with different levels of energy. And as a team leader, um, as a business owner, it's your responsibility to identify what your team's energy level is as a whole and not just think that resilience is an individual activity. Your responsibility is really to the entire team. So the first step is to diagnose your team's resilience level on a consistent basis so you know where the baseline is. So once every two weeks or once every three weeks, just do a really simple um, survey on whether it's on Zoom or whether it's on virtual and ask your team to rate from one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, what their level of personal resilience is. And you'll see a baseline over the course of the next few weeks and months. Let's say everybody is like a five or six. And then sometimes some, one person says, hey, I'm a two. Now you know there's something going on in that person's life so that you can try to figure out how you can unblock that. And the next thing is for really for the leader and the entrepreneur who's leading the team to model, role model that behavior of how you want to see the team um, practice. And that sometimes means enforcing breaks um, and trying to really create a space for individual resilience so you can recharge your energy levels. So that way, when you are trying to solve a problem as a team, you're able to do that and support each other and cross the finish line together, even though sometimes we come to work with different levels of energy. So building these resilient teams is really critical to make sure that uh, we can power through and succeed um, incredible goals, um, even if we are coming to work with different levels of energy on an individual basis. So uh, what Kian's talking about here actually applies to an entire BNI chapter really, really well. Surveying a chapter on how things are going uh, is a very effective technique. And Kian, you may not uh, know uh, this, but Mark McCurgow, who wrote the book Solutions Focused, he's a past TLC member. One of the things that he likes to do when he does a survey and somebody comes in with a low score, you know, out of 10, I'd give it a four. One of the techniques that he uses, which I think is brilliant, is he says to somebody, why so high? <laughs> and they're like, what? That's low. Yeah, but why did you give it a four instead of a three or a two or a one? What's, what's being done right? that you do like. And then you get people focusing on what's uh, working within the group. And then when you get people focusing on what's working, you can really achieve success uh, much easier. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard that, but check out his book, Ken, and BNI members, check out his book, Solutions Focus, Mark McCurgow. I love that example. I'll definitely look at it. Yeah, it's a great, great example. Mark was a great member of TLC. Um, all right. So this one applies not only to you in your business, but also within a BNI chapter. Uh, it's time to wrap up, Ken. So can you give us quick two or three business lessons you've learned from the last two years of the pandemic? 
Well, I would just say, um, you know, we're lucky that we are um, uh, have an opportunity to take all the lessons from the last couple of years and not go back to the way things were. Um, we're never going to go back to work the way it was. So we have the opportunity to learn and, and create a new world of work, which is what the research in this book is all about. And um, thank you so much, Ivan, for having me today on this on this show to share some of these lessons with your audience at BNI. Truly my pleasure. And the book that we're talking about, the material that we're talking about is from the book, Competing in the New World of Work. It's written by Kian Gohar, Keith Faraze, and Noel, you want to pronounce his last name for me, Kian? Wayrich. Wayrich. I highly recommend a book. I got an advanced copy. It is fantastic. You can get information on the book, of course, uh, at bookstores, Amazon, and there's a website, leadersguide.org. That's leadersguide.org. Any last thought before we wrap? I am excited for this new opportunity and of the, of the future. And I really ask um, invite your audience to reconsider the assumptions that made them succeed over the last uh, few years and how they can continue to reassess those so that they're always keeping up with constant change. Good advice, Ken. Thank you very much. And thanks for being on BNI Podcast. Thank you, Ivan, so much for your time and friendship. My pleasure. Back to you, Priscilla. Okay, perfect. Thank you both so much for the great information. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience and help you boost your business. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com. And then use the promo code IVAN50 and you can get 50% off of all of the audio programs. And all of the proceeds are going to go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <music> <laughs>